listening to um I'm listening to what's this song called? Brown haired blue eyed baby by JD Clayton is how I'm gonna say his name. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's how I'm gonna say it. And tell me, woo! Great song. Anyway. Alright, just adjusting my headset. Anyway. Uh let's get through this. We can get through this together. We can get through the corona together. And we're gonna get through this podcast together. So today I, I was so I was writing my blog post, right? Woke up at four thirty in the morning expecting to wake up rejuvenated, feeling fresh. And I woke up feeling like shit. Now, of course I'm waking up at four thirty in the morning, so you might be like, obviously, Caesar. Hold up. I went to sleep at 9 p.m. In that's early in my book. That's early as fuck in most people's books. And I woke up this morning with you know you know what I'm talking about. It's it, probably the worst like sleepy feeling you could ever get. Kind of like I was right in the middle of good sleep, and it was just disturbed. It's ter it's a terrible feeling. I don't know how to describe it. It's just it's kind of painful in the mind anyways i got up and i was like you're gonna stop being a bitch you just wrote a blog post yesterday about how you finished a whole morning routine and then uh, you were talking about a muse and shit so get your ass up make your fucking eggs make your tea sit down start writing it's exactly what i did and the muse <laughs> finally came to visit no it, i'm still kind of hazy i'm still kind of hazy right now but um, and I so I started writing this blog post about um, I didn't know what to write first of all. Sometimes even after I write, I do the one shitty page, right? I write one shitty page, and sometimes I get ideas from that, and other times it's like today, no ideas, like the shit I'm uh, I'm not gonna write a blog post about that. And so I started writing about Nick Murphy, aka Chet Faker. And I wrote a bullshit paragraph about how he was my favorite artist. <laughs> it was called The Evolution of Nick Murphy. And then I just stopped and I was like, what the fuck am I writing? Like, I'm just, I was just writing about how um, I liked his music. And I, I was just, I had this feeling, this gut feeling where I was just like, this is bullshit. Why, why am I even sharing this? Nobody gives a fuck. I mean, nobody gives a fuck about anything, but what I was, <laughs> about anything I write but this was like uh it was bothering me because because it wasn't like it, it was there was no no like mission towards the blog like it was just adding to the randomness of the blog and um so then I took like a three-hour break and I started watching started watching uh videos of chess games which are actually quite entertaining there's this guy on YouTube I forget his name but it's, I don't know, I'll probably mention it some other time. But he, he breaks down videos of uh, games, like famous games, like world championships and shit. And he does a pretty good job because um, he stops at, at certain positions and he starts explaining what else could have happened or why the, the player didn't do a certain move. He's like, obviously, you don't want to do this move because 10 moves later, he moves all the fucking pieces. And he's like, uh, 10 moves later, just a checkmate. I mean, obviously. <laughs> and then he just goes back. <laughs> so I'm like, it just shows me how much of a dunce I am when it comes to chess. It's just like the the moves they're making 
are simple because any move in chess is simple, but the plan behind it, it's like, holy fuck, <laughs> that's crazy. And I think it's more, it's, it, I mean, it just takes a deeper understanding of chess. And then after I, I uh, watched all those videos, I, um, I, I actually wrote another blog post. I scrapped that Nick Murphy one. Because I remember yesterday as I was um, getting the blog website up and going, getting the front page like good to go, I was writing the about me, and in the about me, I wrote, I wrote what the blog's purpose was, which is I didn't know what its purpose was until I wrote the sentence, and the sentence went something like, I don't have it with me right now because I haven't even put it up. It's in a Google Doc. But it was like the purpose of the Dose of Caesar blog is for experiments, uh, exploration of habits, and testing assumptions. And when I wrote that, I was like, oh, shit. That's the, that's the purpose. Like, that's the direction. Because when I started, I just wanted to start to write. I just wanted to put out – I just really wanted to write. I want to have like a blog and, um, but I had no direction. So that's why up to now, up till now, there's like sporadic things kind of, or at least maybe, let me look back. I mean, what do we got here? I think, I think it's just sporadic. Uh, it was like different topics. Yeah. Like, um, let's see what we got. Uh, consistency, wasted energy, how to meditate every day, pizza from scratch. Like the pizza from scratch one, kind of like what? Uh, the man who convinced me to travel. Well, that's actually a cool story. So I like that one. Uh, five tips to have a life-changing college experience. That's kind of like a little, you know, just it was me trying different things. I'm practicing writing. So a lot of these things were actually heading towards like habits, testing assumptions, and um, experimentation, which is um, a lot of what Tim Ferriss does, but I don't think I'm done here. Like I, I'm, I haven't fully figured out what I'm doing. And just like when I started the blog, that I had no idea what I'm doing, I never thought that I would get to this point. Like I, I've heard. Um, actually, I was just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast where he interviews my one of my favorite authors, Stephen Pressfield, who wrote The Art of War. No, The War of Art which is the book I talked about yesterday. And so they're talking about how these things just kind of seem to come to you as you begin to do the work that you think you need to do, you know? And and the final product, they say, you end up just kind of uh, looking at it and being like, whoa, that came out of me? Or like, where did that come from? And I had one of those little moments yesterday. I'm not comparing myself to them, but I'm just... I mean, today, right now. No, it was yesterday when I wrote that. I'm telling you. I feel fu- I need fucking sleep. <laughs> but um, where was I heading with this? Oh, yeah. So I I, uh, I decided what the blog was going to be about. Experiments, habits, tests, and stuff. And then I was like, oh, I know what to write about. I guess we're just going to keep it on that one subject. And then I just wanted to write about deadlines. Because it's one of the things I don't do yet. I don't have deadlines for myself. At least not strict ones. So here, uh, here is um, on deadlines. It's 
what the pod, the podcast, the blog is called on deadlines. All right. On deadlines. <clears throat> my productivity is erratic. Some days I get my main tasks done in a few hours and other days I waste a whole day without finishing any, any of my tasks. I want to explore the idea of giving myself deadlines. Up to this point, most of the deadlines in my life have been given to me by other people in order to do things that I almost never really cared about doing. 99% of the homework in school I never wanted to do. I especially never wanted to do any of the essays that were assigned to me. I only did them because I wanted to have good grades. Of course, it's through these same homework assignments that I learned so much about any subject, including writing. My ability to write any of these blog posts is largely due to all the writing practice I had with the hundreds of writing assignments I turned in through my school years. If given the choice, I would have rather spent my time playing video games. But I was, but I was given a choice. The consequences to my grades that came from blowing off an assignment are what made, made it seem like I didn't have a choice. So right there, I'm going to pause. Gets a little hazy of what I'm saying. So what I tried to do in that sentence where I was like, if given the choice, I would have rather spent my time playing video games. And then I did like dot, 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 dot. But I was given the choice. So what I tried to do in that sentence is to first say like, if I was given the choice, I would. this is what I would have done. And then the next thing that I tried to say or what I wanted to convey was like, was was like wait i was given a choice so the first part being like no i was never given a choice the second part being but i was given a choice so why did i do this why did i follow all the deadlines now i don't think i effectively conveyed that there but we're going to continue nonetheless here we go the consequences to my grades that came from blowing off an assignment are what made it made it seem like i didn't have a choice even in college, when I decided to worry less about my academic performance, I still could not allow myself to miss turning in an assignment. Regardless of the effort I put into each assignment, in the short term, I was always driven to complete assignments because of the, of the approaching deadlines. I was incentivized to follow these deadlines because I wanted to take the easiest path to graduate school. No matter what I turned in, it would always be easier to pass a class if I turned things in by when they were due. The result was that I would continue to learn more each semester, even as I tried not, even as I tried to minimize the attention I would give to courses that I didn't care about. Deleting a word here. Now, I have the choice to focus my attention on whatever I want, but there are days when I, oh fuck, you see this is hard. So what I, how I meant, I read it wrong. That's what I'm trying to say. So I said now, but it's like now I meant like today, in today's day, like right now. So how do I fucking do that? Today. Today? Today I have the, yeah, I think today's good. Today I have the choice to focus my attention on whatever I want. But there are days when I know I want to, I won't, what? But there are days when I know I am not learning or improving on the skills I have, on the skills I have chosen. Tasks, tasks seem to have the ability to just keep running away from me day after day. The obvious fix here are setting deadlines for myself. Daily deadlines, weekly deadlines, monthly deadlines, etc. In all honesty, this fix was not something that was completely clear to me 
until I sat down to write this. I feel like that should be a period right there. But the sentence continues with, because I have tried giving myself deadlines in the past. In all honesty, this fix was not something that was completely clear to me until I sat down to write this. Because I have tried... Mm, yeah. I guess, yeah. To write this. I think that's a good good stopping point. And then we're going to move this motherfucker. We're going to move this next part of the sentence to the next fucking paragraph because I feel like it goes. Bear with me here. It's going to get better. This podcast is going to get better. We're getting better every day. Look at me. I'm not stumbling as much. I'm stumbling. I get it. I get it, Peyton. I'm stumbling. But I'm getting better. <laughs> uh, if you're not Peyton, just, just disregard, you know? Okay. So the next paragraph says... I have tried giving myself deadlines in the past. However, these deadlines had no consequences. I would simply say that I was going to get A and B done that day, and that was the end of my mental process. Wait, that's a lie. A month ago, my roommate and I tried to hold each, each other accountable for completing our daily tasks by, getting a by setting a $5 charge for any task that was not completed. Neither of us followed up in, on the other, and this soon became just another forgotten idea written on our whiteboard. I know we weren't too far off from finding a method that worked with this idea. The weak point of the $5 idea was us. We weren't dependable in enforcing the rules. So then, I need to I need some I need to snap the so I have a I have a I have a hanging to there. I don't know why I have a, a to there. So <clears throat> restarting. So then, I need somebody or something dependable to hold me accountable. I think it's time for me to try a third-party website such as Stick. Stick will allow me to set a dollar amount a dollar amount charge on my card for each time I miss a, de a deadline. I'll write another post on the effectiveness of this method in the future. If I don't write another p blog post on this, it means I never tested this method and I should be banned from the internet for taking up space with a piece of writing that led to no good. And that's where it ends. That's where the uh, that's where the fucking post ends you know what not too bad sentence structure getting better using like less ands buts to connect sentences i feel like the overall flow was much better in this and no honestly this is obvious fix here is the obvious fix here is setting deadlines yeah honestly pretty good caesar pretty good getting better a lot of improvement to be done However, here's a few things I liked about today. I was completely lost. That Nick Murphy post, I fucking hated it. I hated it. And this one just felt right. I was like, yeah, this is what it's about, man. Habits, testing, experimenting, questioning assumptions. Better every day. And publish. Okay. So. The thing about deadlines. No, I'm not going to talk about deadlines anymore. I was going to say something about the blog post, but I completely fucking forgot. Wait a minute. What was it? I feel like it was going to be a fun thing to talk about. Oh, uh, well. Hmm. What the fuck was it? Your music to my eyes. 
This is like my loading music because I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about. What the fuck I was gonna say? No music, no man. All right. Well, hopefully it comes back. Um. So what else is on the agenda? Let's see what we got. Um. I wrote down. I know I suck, but I get on to get better. If I don't get on, I don't get better. Like comedy. That's exactly what I wrote down, word by word. That I have my bullet points. And what I meant by that is that I was going to say, I know I suck at this. I know I'm bad at podcasting right now. But for some reason, I gravitate towards it. I like it. I don't know why. I think it's maybe because I like talking. I think it's maybe because I, um, the people that I really admire do this. Mix it the two. Does it matter? Fact is that I gravitate towards it. And I know it suck, but I get on here every day for the last two weeks. Because I finally decided I wanted to be better at it. I don't know how long this is going to last. For right now, I feel like it'll last a while. But... But yeah, I wanted to say that because uh, I, I think it's, oh shit, I just wanted to show that I'm very well aware, very well aware that, that it's bad. Even in the early days, I was well aware, but not overly, I think the good thing was that I wasn't overly critical because I was very, very bad, especially in the beginning. I'm, I think I'm really, really bad right now, but I don't think I'm aware of how bad I am until I get better. So now that I'm a little better than before got a whole little structure going on i'm less i'm less uh like uh dreamy when i speak um i can see how bad it was <laughs> and it it's really cringy but nonetheless we're here every day next bullet point oh and i was gonna say it's like comedy because all the comedians say that uh that comedy, everybody's bad in the beginning. Everyone's terrible. They call it bombing. Everyone's going to bomb. And the only way to get better is to keep going. Keep getting up there. And and when you bomb, I mean, the next time you bomb, it's still going to be bad. But but then you get you learn how to deal with the bombing. And you learn how to use it to make yourself better. And they're talking about how bombing, being bad, is necessary to get good. So that's why I talked about a uh, comedy. Uh, next bullet point. Oh yeah, I was just gonna talk about the. I already talked about it. Um, how I came out, came up with what I, the direction of the, of the blog. You know, experimentation and. Um, let me let me pull up the exact sentence. Experimentation, habits, and and I, here's the thing. It's not original. You know, it's not original by any sense, but it's fine S- still because I'm closer. The way I was thinking about it this morning, because I was thinking about how I was going to describe this. I was thinking about it like a, a circle within a circle. Like you have several circles inside. Let's say you have three circles, right? One on the outside, then one inside that circle, and then one inside the circle that's inside the other circle. So like a fucking bullseye. And I feel like I'm within the first circle now. And what I mean by that is that I'm getting closer to an original idea. 
by honing down where I want to go with this. I'm getting I'm getting that much closer to an idea like binging with Babish. Who if you don't know who he is, he's he's like this cooking guy on YouTube. But what he did, he was the first to do I think consistently. I'm pretty sure he wasn't the first to recreate a dish from a movie or a TV show, but he was the first to do it consistently with great visuals and uh, an entertaining format where the video wasn't too long and the voiceover was just entertaining. Binging with Babish. When he started his when he started it, his video started to pop off and now he has like six million subscribers. Um, not that I want to get there, but I'm just saying that that's just an example of an original idea. Tim Ferriss always talks about, you know, in the four hour, the four hour work week, one of the ideas is for a business, you want to be first, you want to be the first one. That's the easiest way to acquire customers. Of course, you can create a business where you're not the first, but you're going to have to compete with the other one. You're going to have to acquire customers and that's not bad. That's not bad, but just he says keep in mind the easiest way to do it is to be first in any category how do you be first in a category find a category that nobody's in if you can't find a category create a category how do you create a category a category will be the fucking first one and he gets it from this book that is called the seven immutable laws of marketing and i read the reviews on the book terrible book i think i think <laughs> Or at least outdated from the reviews. It says it's outdated. Um, but Tim talks about, you know, there's, if you don't even read the book, just read one chapter on it. And it's like, uh, it, it talks about being first. And, and so I read that chapter. And the example they give is like, uh, the, the second person to fly over the ocean was this guy, whoever the fuck he was. But you don't know who that is, right? No. Uh, but Amelia Earhart wasn't second. Um, I don't know if she was a third, but they, they made like a point that she wasn't first, she wasn't second. But what she was, was that she was first in a new category. She was first, she was the first woman to fly across the Atlantic. She created a, a whole new category. And that's why she's so famous. That's the example, right? So people don't remember people. It's easier for you to have success when you are the first because immediately you become the best and and you are the one that brings on the competitors. Like you are the one that everyone copies. So went off a little off the, a little off the rails there. All right, I'm looking for this uh, for this thing I wrote. It's under this one. Let's see where we're at. Your music to my eyes. Um, Caesar created the Dose of Caesar blog to share what he learns as he experiments with building new skills, testing habits, and questioning assumptions. That's a sentence, sentence I wanted to read. It was dope when I read that sentence. When I wrote it, it like came out cleanly. I was like, whoa. At first started with experiments, 
habits. That's what I wrote down. And then it became a sentence. I was like, oh, that's what it's about. But I wonder, what, I don't know what I'm going to be first at, but I'm going to be first at something. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's writing, podcasting. But first at something. I've, I've honed in on this. I've set my sights on this. It's uh, something exciting, something that excites me. All right, continuing on with the what we got for today. Oh, yeah. This morning I was listening to classical music. And classical music, people who, com- who compose classical music are probably people that I won't run into or it would be very hard to run into. Unless I go out of my way to run into them. Now, that's not a jab towards the classical music community. It's just saying it's something that I'm not. What I'm trying to say is that I'm not interested in classical music at all. I'm interested in listening to it. But just every once in a while, like maybe when I write. But I'm not interested enough, at least yet, to have like some favorites. Well, that's a little bit of. It's a little bit of a lie. I, I got this one song that I like. It's by Yo-Yo Ma. Um, yeah, I don't even know the name of the fucking song. But I have it on my phone and I listen to it over and over again. Um, but anyway, I wrote this down because I wanted to talk about how I want to meet people in my life that are completely out of my sphere of... Uh, they're in industries that are out of my sphere of interest. I want to know their perspectives. I want to know what they... Uh, how they operate and stuff. And I kind of, I kind of, I'm interested. What makes them so interesting to me is that I'm not interested at all to what they've set, uh, what they've given their life to, what they've committed their life to. I'm not interested at all, but they, they've committed their life to it. So I, that makes them interesting to me. And I wrote this down because I, ho- I hope one day I, I get to meet uh, like a fucking classical artists. And hopefully I get a date like a hot classical artist, cello player. <laughs> I don't know why I said cello. Maybe she's a violin player. But, oh man, I just, people like that, or I don't know, just specifically classical artists, <laughs> I kind of want to meet and date a little. Like a hot, hot uh, violinist. I don't know why a violinist, some sort of string <laughs> some sort of string uh, instrument uh, she i don't want her to be percussion then i uh, then i just don't have as much respect for her but if she plays the cello or something not the cello maybe but <laughs> no the violin the violin yeah that'd be great that'd be great anyway 48 hours from now is cheat day and and last cheat day, this past Saturday, I ate a lot. I think I talked about it on here. If I didn't, what I ate was uh, five slices of pizza. I ate, let me see if I can remember here. I definitely ate two ice cream sandwiches, Oreo ice cream sandwiches. Best choice I made the entire night. Drank a glass of wine. Um, Some pasta from Pizza Hut. Some macaroni and cheese from KFC. Some French fries from KFC. Some an ice cream pop 
uh, was like strawberry shortcake. Some cookies and cream ice cream. Yeah. I ate the sandwiches and then I ate the ice cream. Some talenti. Forget what it what the flavor was. Half no a third of the jar. A third of a little talenti jar. Um what else did I that wasn't it. Oh, two breadsticks from from Pizza Hut. Three breadsticks. Three breadsticks, yeah. Three breadsticks. Some fruit. A bowl of cereal. A bowl of look it was a bowl of uh of uh fruity pebbles love fruity pebbles uh with the bowl i put a donut on top a donut crispy creams donut crispy cream donut <laughs> classic glazed i mean you can't go wrong with that on top of that i ate two more donuts what else did we have that night we definitely had more that w- that doesn't seem like enough wait does it, it might be it that might be it um, dude, I just, oh man, I couldn't eat any more. I swear, I swear, I think there's more. Uh, well, yeah, that's it. That's not the point of all this. But after I ate all that, I, I just thought there's probably not going to be another, the, another one of these days. I've just eaten too much food, but no, no, <laughs> no, now it's, uh, five days later, five days later, Caesar. And I definitely want another one of those days. And so it's happening in 48 hours. It's happening on Saturday. With or without people. Because that one was with people. Like all these random fucking places. KFC and and Pizza Hut. First of all, I wouldn't buy their shit. Actually, I take that back. KFC, French fries, fucking underrated. Fucking great French fries. Holy shit. But other than that, um, I probably wouldn't go out go out of my way to go buy the, those things i would just buy a bunch of sh- a shit ton of stuff at heb and um now i was talking to daniel yesterday and i was like bro 48 hours cheat day and he was like dude i'm gonna need to chill on your cheat days and i'm like all right do do as you wish but i ain't i'm not doing i'm not doing jack shit i'm gonna continue and so i was just thinking you know like we ate so much last week i kind of want new stuff this week and my favorite thing about last week was the uh, all the ice cream. For some reason, I found myself spending about 20 minutes in the in HEB just in the ice cream section. There's so much fucking ice cream out there. And it all looks so fucking good. And so I, I'm on a mission here. I'm on a mission to try them all. To catch them all, as Ash would say. I'm on a fucking mission. And I didn't know where to start. I, I honestly, I was lost because I was like, how... As as I, this idea grew in my mind, how am I going to start eating all of the ice cream? There's so much ice cream. And then I, I went on Reddit because that's where I usually go. That's my go-to. And now here's why. Here's why Reddit. With Reddit, I got my, that's where I got my towel. It's towel suggestion, which is uh, Nordstrom towels, okay? Fucking best towels ever. Now, let me give you my pitch on these towels. They're fluffy, and they will remain fluffy for over a year. The way you buy them is the way they will remain even after you wash them after two years. It's been more than two years, and these fucking towels, or has it been a year? I don't know how long it's been. It's, we're, we're Actually, we're creeping up to two years. And these fucking towels, this one fucking towel, I only bought one, $30. Straight up worth it. 
best decision of my life. It's fucking worth it. All right. Think about it. You dry your body every day with what you call a towel, which is more of a wet rag. All right. You know, you know how towels kind of get, they lose their fluffiness, basically a rag. These towels don't I suggest you get it. Anyway, the suggestion was from, uh, from Reddit. And by the way, I convinced my roommate Daniel to get the same towel. It, it, this, this thing is, it's like Topo Chico. All right. It's so underrated or it's no, the quality, the quality. You got to spend a little more to live a better, better, live a better life. Anyway, I went on Reddit and I looked for the best ice cream flavors. And this wasn't a revelation to me. It was just more of like, and of course, of course, of course, that's the answer. I was like, what's the best ice cream? And they were like, Talenti. And I was like, fuck yeah, of course, there's, that's the answer. And the best thing is, is that they have like hundreds of flavors, an insane amount of flavors. Now, if, you ha- if you've never had Talenti, go to the store, buy yourself the Alfon- Alfonso Mango Sorbet, Sorbeto. Alfonso Mango Sorbeto. Because it's Sorbet and Gelato. Alright? And and you know what? It's the same thing as fucking ice cream. Don't, I don't give a fuck. I know it's not dairy. We, me and Alex one day, we're, we were pitching to this guy at a uh, at a food truck. And I was like, oh man, I like your ice cream. And he's like, he stopped the conversation. All serious, it's gelato. It's not ice cream. Like very serious. Hey man, fuck you. Alright? Fucking ice cream. It's fucking ice cream. It's frozen. It's a frozen snack. Ice cream. I'm going to use ice cream to just fucking blanket all of it. Blanket all the frozen snacks. So, anyway, get yourself the Alfonso Mango Sorbeto. It is incredible. It's, um... Imagine finding the juiciest, most delicious mango ever and then just putting it in a can okay freezing it and i don't know if that sounds delicious but i love mangoes it fucking it's the greatest thing ever this thing tastes exactly like a mango it tastes like a canned mango it's crazy it's a it's a weird thing to eat also because it is a sorbet (laughs) and not an ice cream um it has a different texture than ice cream and the texture itself Feels like a mango. Oh, man. And that's where my love with Talenti began. When I first bought this Alfonso Mango Sorbeto. Mango is my favorite, my favorite uh, fruit ever. Which is why I love South Asia and just actually Asia. In China and in Thailand. Fucking mango stores were everywhere. And by mango stores, I don't mean like places where they sold just mangoes. They had those. They're more like farmer's markets, but then they had dedicated restaurants for mango desserts. They were the color of mango. They had little cute mangoes, Asian style, you know, just smiling and all jolly. (sighs) Mango. Well, anyway, so this weekend I'm thinking of getting like five or ten of these little tubs and just stuff in my face. Let's go. Cheat day, baby cheat day and so i'm here on the website and i'm looking at all the flavors it is an insane amount nah it's not that crazy say there's like 30 see what we got here 
caramel apple pie, black raspberry. I think that's what I got. Black raspberry vanilla parfait. No, that's not what I got. Chocolate cherry cheesecake. Cold brew coffee. All right. Those are those are the ones I'm going to skip. The coffee ones. I don't fuck with coffee. I don't like the coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't like the flavor of it. I don't really like chocolate either. So, but you know what? I'm willing to give the chocolate ones a try. Every once in a while, every once in a blue moon, I'll, I'll crave a chocolate. But it's that's not my preference in desserts. I'd rather avoid it. Um. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, flavors to go to go to here, and I wanted to share that because I'm excited. I'm very excited about these Talenti five to ten little tubs that are gonna end up in my stomach on uh, Saturday. And that's that, baby. That's that. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. See what we got tomorrow.